0: week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, I think it was, Pastor Gary mentioned that life is a series of choices and not chances, right? It's a series of choices, not chances. In other words, do what you know. Do what you know. And so uh, two Sundays ago, uh, I, I wanted to take it a step further, and, and I was talking about don't forget your training. You have been trained for such a time as this. So don't forget what you've been trained on. I'm just going to be by way of review because we didn't have a chance to... Uh, record this on Sunday. but um, So just a quick review. In Luke 2, 40, uh, in the King James, it says, and the child grew. See, part of your training is growing. And, and the child, Jesus, grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The living Bible says, the child became strong. So there was a, he grew and then he became strong. It's always perpetual motion, right? This is all part of you, your training as you go and as you learn. It says he became a strong and robust lad, was known for wisdom beyond his years. And with the training that you get, you're going to be known for wisdom beyond your years. And God poured out his blessings on him. And we just read about what the blessings will do and it says he poured it out on him. In Luke 2.52, in the King James, it says, Jesus increased. So he grew, he became, now he's increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. The, me- the message says that Jesus matured. He matured, growing up both body, both body and spirit, blessed by both God and people. Hallelujah. James Can is one
1: of them people. Happy birthday, my brother.
0: Hallelujah. Another one in training. Reverend uh, Michael Gilead is here tonight from Father's House. Hallelujah. So in 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, uh, a lot of this is going to be out of the New Living Translation and that. <clears> 2 <throat> Timothy 3.14. It says, But you must remain faithful. Remain faithful. See, there's a growing, you became, you increased, you matured. Now you have to remain in what you've learned. Remain faithful. See, don't forget your training. Remain faithful to the things you've been taught, for you know they are true, for you you know you can trust those who taught you. Why? Because you're teaching Bible. You can trust the Bible. You've been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting Christ Jesus. And all Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us and doesn't condemn us, but it does correct us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Painless. Except if you're kicking against it, then it gets a little painful, but go with it. Verse 17, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And King James, in verse 16, it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man or woman of God may be perfect or mature, thoroughly furnished unto all good works means you're ready for everything. In John 14:26 in the King James it says, "But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you." So he will be there to teach you. The scriptures are there to instruct you. He's going to teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance Whatsoever I've said unto you. So he will, the Holy Spirit will be the one that will cause those verses that you studied to bubble up on the inside of you when the time is needed. When you need that, he is there. Amen. John 8:31 and 32, King James it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, so there's a Okay, so we went to, we started with growing, becoming, increasing, maturing, remaining faithful. Now he says, if you, uh, if you continue in my word, then you're my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Really, it's the truth that you know that will make you free. Right? And the truth that you do will make you free. Because we know a lot of truths, but if we don't do what we know, we could be still bound in that, what we're working on. Amen? New Living says, if you remain faithful to my teachings, if you continue, like in, in the King James says, if, if you continue my word, but in New Living says, if you remain faithful to my teachings. And the message just says in verse 31, if you stick with, uh, with this, living out what I tell you, living it out, what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure. Then you will experience for yourselves the truth, and the truth will free you. Experience for yourself. Come on. That's what this whole Bible, that's what walking with the Lord is all about, experiencing him for yourself. Why do you want to hear somebody else's experiences of, of, of anything? You want to experience that stuff yourself, right? Because you hear people tell it, you know, experience something really, really good. It's like, well, where's mine? I want that. Right. I was talking with Darren earlier tonight, and he went uh, had some Korean food, and he started to describe it, and it's like, oh man, I want that. Why? Because it was hot. First bite, you're sweating. Hit me up. Right. Right. But why should he have all the fun? Share that wealth. Right. Amen. (laughs) John 15, verses 4 to 9 in the message. It says, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grace by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you're joined with me, Jesus said. I am the vine. You are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation." Intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Why? Because you're hanging with him and he's hanging with you. Separated, you can't produce a thing. And anyone who separates from me is dead wood. Dead wood. Mm-mm. Gathered up and thrown into the bonfire. But, aren't you glad there's a but there? Come on. Because that, that would just bum you out if, you, if that was all like... If, if they just left it hanging with that. But he says, but if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, okay? He says, make yourself at home with me and my words are at home in you. You can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. What do you want? Could you imagine if Jesus came up to you and just said, what do you want? Well, I want world peace. Now what do you want? I want to feed the hungry.
1: What do you want? Well, (laughs) I want a car. Good. Want a house? Maybe a couple. Give one away or two or three. Right. Paid off. In full.
0: Right. Well, that's what he wants you to want. Get that stuff. Why? Because the more that you get, the greater your faith gets. Then it's like when the big things come, that's no problem. Amen. So if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. Verse 8, this is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, what's grapes? Answered prayer. When you mature as my disciples, I've loved you the way my father has loved me. He loves you. He loves you. Come on. I've loved you the way my Father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. Woo! 1 Timothy 4.16, it says, uh, New Living, keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. People are listening to you all the time. Especially when stuff hits the fan, they're, they're looking at you saying, okay, what are you going to say? What are you going to say about this one, Christian? They're not going to pick on you when things are good. But when things are bad, they're looking at you. They're, they're waiting to see what, what you're going you to react. What are you going to do?
1: Well, we don't forget our training. We do what we're trained to do. Remain faithful. Through it all, through the storms, remain faithful.
0: Why? Because the people around you are watching you and they're watching you close, right? Uh, 2 Timothy 1 13 to 14, a new living. It says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching that you've learned from me. This is a pattern shaped in the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. What is the precious truth? This word, it should be precious. If it's not precious to you, um, it's not going to be precious to anybody around you, right? Philippians 2.13, New Living. It says, God is working in you. Aren't you glad? God is working in you right now, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Who's giving you the desire? Him. He gives you the desire to do and the power to do what pleases him. In the Passion, it says, God will continually revitalize you. You see all these commercials about revitalization and people have spent all kinds of money on on you know getting their faces revitalized and you buy, you know, pay $120 for this ounce of whatever this goop is you're gonna put on your face, and it's gonna, and it's gonna take remove all the, you know, it's gonna and it's gonna fill in all the cracks and all that other stuff, right? But you just pay them the money. But it says here, God will continually revitalize you. Come on, he's the fountain of youth, he's the one that's gonna keep you younger looking. Amen. Amen. I went to my uh, high school reunion a little while ago, last, well, in June. And I'm looking around, people my age look like their parents. And I was like, oh, man, y'all look old. I'm 63. They're going, what? Come on now. And the old dog can still hunt. Praise the Lord. It's all good. It says God will continually revitalize you and planting within you the passion to do what pleases Him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so don't forget your training. Hallelujah! I want to take it a step further now. <laughs> I even got Ken laughing. Okay, so. Do what you know. Don't forget your training. I was watching this college football game the other day, and the champions, just before they went on the field, there's this great big sign over the entrance of the field as they went on, play like a champion. Because they've already won the pennant last year, and they wanted to remind them, when you play, you play like a champion. Even if it looks like you're losing, but you've got the bloodline of the champion because you've won already. You know what it feels like to win. So you're going to go with an attitude, hey, I'm a champ here. And if I fall down, it don't matter. I'm falling forward. I'm taking somebody with me. Amen? That's what they teach you in football when you go to fall. Fall forward. Take ground. Why? Because you're a, play like a champion. Right? You're a Christian
1: you're a winner. Amen. Jesus has already won. So stand like a champion. Put your shoulders back. Put your head up and walk with an attitude.
0: Amen. Huh. So I looked up a uh, champion in Webster's 1828, and it says, a champion is a hero or a brave warrior. One who is bold. One who is bold. <laughs> Dictionary.com: A person who has defeated all opponent, all opponents in a comp- uh, in a competition or a series of competitions, so as to hold first place.
1: First place. Other words
0: for a champion, winner, victor, defender, protector, advocate. So in Proverbs 23, 7, it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Are you thinking like a champion or are you thinking like a wannabe champion or used to be champion or remember when? No, 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 now. You got to bring that into the, into the forefront of your thinking and, and walk in it and, and say, hey, you know what? Um, Luke ten twenty seven, uh, King James. It says, "You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your strength, all of your mind." But here's the kicker: the neighbor as yourself. Do you love yourself? I remember back in the days when we were youth, <laughs> youth pastor days, and and uh, we would, you know, we're talking about self esteem, and we would pass the mirror around the circle. And i said, say, I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to say, I love you. And a lot of the people, they would break down in tears because they did not love or even like what they looked at. As you think in your heart, as you think like a champion, as you think. Amen. And the message, says, you love the Lord your God with all of your passion, all your prayer, your muscle, and your intelligence. I like that. Your prayer, your muscle, and your intelligence. We're not
1: stupid, right? And we got muscle, intelligence, passion, bro. We got passion, bro.
0: (laughs) Let's go to Numbers chapter 13, and I'm going to read this in the New King James, please. Numbers 13. As you think in your heart
1: so you are. So what are you?
0: Numbers 1331 But the men who had gone up with him said, we're not able to go against these people for they're stronger than we are. And they gave the children of of Israel a bad report of the land, which they had spied out saying the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. And so there we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, come from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so were we in their sight. What? New Living says, next to them we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. Says who?
1: How do you know what other people are thinking? Why would you give People permission to think that way about you. Uh uh. Numbers 14, verses 6 to 9,
0: New King James. Joshua, he was with these same spies. And he said that Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of. Jeff, who we were among those who had spied out the land, they tore their clothes and, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel saying, this land we pass through to out is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delights in us, which he does, then he'll bring us into this land and give it to us. It's a land that flows with milk and honey. Verse nine, only do not rebel against the Lord nor fear the people of the land for they are our bread. Come on, There's a, that's the sound of a champion. They're bred for us. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Come on, do not fear them. Don't fear these people. Verse twenty-four, but my servant Caleb and, ooh, and my servant Caleb and the people of New Covenant Ministries Church, because they have a different spirit in them, has followed him holy. Him who? Him God, holy, and I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it.
1: We got another spirit in us. Right?
0: Yeah, spirit of the champion. Not the spirit of a wimp. Was that diary of a wimpy kid? Whatever.
1: No, no, no. Joshua chapter 14. Caleb,
0: it means raging with canine madness. The dude was, he wasn't, yeah, he was intense. He was like kind of like dirty Harry. Just don't mess with me. I will mess you up. Joshua fourteen ten. Now behold, the Lord has kept me alive. As he said, I'm still in New King James. These 45 years and ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses, uh, while Israel wandered in the wilderness, now here I am, 85 years old. And yet, I am as strong this day <laughs> as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so is my strength for war, both for going out and coming in. That dude was a bad dude. Now, therefore, verse 12, give me this mountain, which the Lord spoke <laughs> in that day, for you heard in that day how Anakim were there and these are the giants that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord had said. Didn't he say that back in in uh, Numbers chapter 14? He said, "They're bread for us. Their protection has departed from them. The Lord is with us." And what he, you know, and Caleb said, "This is some 45 years later. Same thing. He didn't, change his, he didn't change his confession. He said, "The Lord is with me. I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. He didn't change His mind. God said, "You can have it. He said, He's going to take it.
1: We're going to take it. We're going to take this land.
0: I like this in second Samuel uh, verse 23, <laughs> or Second Samuel 23 verse 8. These are cool people. David's mighty men. These were champions. They thought like champions. They lived like champions. They talked like champions. Because they were champions in everything they did. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. The Tacmonite that sat on the seat, chief among the captains. Uh, The same was uh, Adino the Esnite. He lifted up his spear against 800 800 people. Okay, there's what? About 200 seats here? So uh, multiply that by four, and you're gonna, you are going to take your spear and, and ram, okay, even 200. They come at the same time.
1: Have fun with that. It said he slew
0: at one time. Verse 9, after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo. <laughs> and I used to say, if a Dodo can do it, so can we. <laughs> Amen. One of the three mighty men with David. They defied the Philistines that were gathered together to battle. The men of Israel were gone away. He arose, verse 10, and he smote the Philistines until his hand was weary. He just beat them until his hand got tired. <laughs> Come on. It says his hand claimed to the sword, and the sword had the Lord worked a great victory that day. The The people returned. After him only to spoil, in other words, to pick up the spoils. And after him was Shama, the son of Agi, the Hararite. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop. There was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it. And he slew the Philistines. And the Lord worked a great victory. In a small little spot, he tore them people up.
1: David's mighty men. And I'm looking at here.
0: Here's some mighty men and women right now, right? Take your lentil patch and don't you let anybody mess with you. Come on now. Yeah. Play like a champion. You're a champion. Romans 8:34, new living, please. Hallelujah. Who then will condemn us? No one. Nobody can condemn you. You can condemn yourself if you want. But don't you let nobody condemn you. No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. 35. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we're killed every day. We're being slaughtered like sheep. No. Verse 37. Two little words. No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Despite all those things. See, that's playing like a champion. Despite all of that stuff. Mm-mm, mm-mm mm-mm mm-mm. No, no, no. Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced. I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above and earth below. Indeed, nothing, no thing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Come on now. That's your attitude. That's the attitude of a champ. No thing. Mm-mm. No. It said in Romans 10 or 837, we are more than conquerors through him. And, and, and new century it says, we have a full victory. And another version says, we have complete victory. God's word translation. It says, overwhelming victory in all these difficulties. Doesn't matter whatever it is that's trying to mess with you. Realize that overwhelming victory is yours. Listen to this in a complete Jewish Bible. It says, no, in all these things, we are super conquerors. Super. Hoopa? Super conquerors. Through the one that has loved us.
1: Come on. Super
0: conqueror. And I mean, that's one thing to be a conqueror, but then he said, you're more than that, right? A conqueror is one that that has, that's a champion that has done all that stuff, but more than a conqueror is a person that walked into the ring and said, I'll take that, thank you very much. Didn't have to swing. One punch, but I got the belt and the
1: check. Come on, you get paid for winning. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, John 16.33, King James. It
0: says, these things I've spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer because you are playing like a champion. Isn't that playing like a champion, be of good cheer? If he would have said, play like a wimp, then you'd be tripping over your bottom lip and sucking your thumb. But he said, be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. You're a champion. Message, it says, I've told you all this so that trusting in me, you'll be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. Take the heart of a champion. Why? Because... I have conquered the world. Mm-hmm. First John 4 4. I like this. You are of God, little children. Little chillins, you are of God. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have the greater one living on the inside of you, which means it makes it easy to play easier to play like a champion. The message says, for the spirit in you is far stronger than anything in the world. Anything. Let's go to Hebrews 10.35 in the Amplified. There, uh, do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence, for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. For you have need of steadfast confidence. Patience and endurance, so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God, and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. Carry it away, enjoy to the full what is promised. Mm -hmm. Psalms 118. Can you handle just a couple more verses? We're almost done. Psalms 118, verses 1 to 7 in the Message Bible.
1: Please. It says, I thank God because he is good. He's good. He is good. It's not a question, it's a statement. Psalms 118, verses 1 to 7.
0: There we go. Thank God because he is good, because his love never quits. Tell the world, New Covenant Ministries, his love never quits. You, clan of Aaron, tell the world his love never quits. You who fear God, join in. His love never quits. Pushed to the wall. I call to God from the wide open spaces he answered. He answers when you call. God's now at my side. I'm not afraid. Who would dare lay a hand on me? Who? Who? Who do you think you are?
1: Who would dare?
0: Mm-hmm. God's my strong champion. Come on now, play like a champion, then. I flick off my enemies like flies. There's your mindset. There's your mindset. Mm. You there flick a fly? Come on now. Psalm thirty seven or seven Psalm seventy three and this is going to be in the Passion Translation, verses 1. And we got a couple of them, a the, the couple of different chapters or verses that we're going to go through. Uh, Psalm 73, God's justice. And in verse 1, no one can deny it. God is really good to Israel and to all those with pure hearts. That would include us today. But I nearly miss seeing it for myself. Have you ever been there? Here's my story. I nearly missed losing it all. I was stumbling over what I saw the wicked doing. For when I saw the boasters with such wealth and prosperity, I became jealous over their smug security. Come on, you ever notice that some of the some of the rich people always seem to get away with everything? Right? And they buy whatever they want. They get whatever they want with no, like, there's no repercussions. There's nothing. And you're just sitting up there. Here we are walking my faith, living my faith, and just trying to get ourselves through. But we're getting through. Why? Because you play like a champion. But you see these other guys, and you know, it's just like everything is just, why? Because you're throwing money at it. Doing what they want with no care in the world. Oh, okay, verse 4, indulging in whatever they wanted, going where they wanted, doing what they wanted, with no care in the world, no pain, no problems, they seemed to have it made. They lived as as though life would never end. Verse 16, when I tried to understand it all, I just couldn't. It was too puzzling, too much of a riddle for me. Verse 17, but then one day. Come on, we, we all came to that one day. When the light came on, there was one day I was brought into the sanctuaries of God and the light of the glory, uh, in the light of the glory, my distorted perspective vanished. Why? We saw the, the lavishness of God. We saw the vastness of God. We saw the goodness of God. We experienced who he is, what he has, and what he wants to do for us, ourselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> Then I understood the destiny of the wicked was near. Verse 18, they're the ones who are on the slippery path, and God will suddenly let them slide off into destruction to be consumed with terrors forever. 23, yet in spite of all this, I still belong to you, God, in spite of everything else. You hold me by my right hand. You lead me with your secret wisdom. And following you brings me into your brightness and glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? You're all I want. No one on earth means as much to me as you. Lord, so many times I fail. I fall into disgrace. But when I trust in you and I have a strong and glorious presence protecting and anointing me, forever you're all I need. Come on, I have a strong and glorious presence protecting and anointing me and anointing you. He's got us covered. Forever, you're all I need. Those who abandon the worship of God will perish. The false and the unfaithful will be silenced. Never heard from again, but I will keep coming closer and closer to you. Why? We play like champions. We are champions. Come on now, we cannot be defeated and we will not quit. Why? Our minds are set that way. I'll keep coming closer and closer to you, Lord Yahweh, for your name is good to me. And I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works, my faithful and glorious God. I am going to tell the world. I won't shut up.
1: And neither will you. How could we? He's been so
0: good to us. He's been so, so good to us. <laughs> Last verse. Uh, Psalm 81 in the Passion Translation, verse 9. God speaking, don't, be, don't ever be guilty of worshiping any other God but me. I like that. He's saying it. Don't be... Don't ever be guilty of worshiping any other God but me. I am your only God, the living God. Wasn't I the one who broke the strongholds over you?
1: Didn't he? Didn't he?
0: I qualify. Hallelujah. And raise you up out of bondage. Open your mouth with a mighty decree, and I will fulfill it. Now you'll see the words that you speak, so shall it be. The words that you speak. He said, my words are, (laughs) oh my goodness. Spirit, life, power, goodness, all that he is. And he says his, his words will not return to him void, but they will accomplish what they're set out to do. What are you sending them out to do today? God, send prosperity, send healing, send wholeness, send deliverance. Praise the Lord. That's what we do. We're champions. We decree. We don't beg. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh. No, 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 no. He said, return my word to me. Stand. I love what he said to Job. Stand up and be like a man. Pull up your pants, boy.
1: I got something to say. God's got something to say,
0: and he's going to say it through us. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we thank you for this word today in Jesus' name. We thank you for your goodness. And, Lord, thank you. We have the bloodline of the champion living on the inside of us, rising up on us today in Jesus' name, just like Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon us, for he has anointed us today in Jesus' name. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your strengthening today. In the name of Jesus and the saints said, amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.